the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, dragon, hot D. Batman's never hacked anything because he has Morgan Freeman do it for him. Okay. I forgot about that with the Chris Nolan ones. He literally just gets uh, Morgan Freeman to do everything for him. Yeah, it's weird because it seems like he does most of the Batman stuff. Yeah, in like in, in the Batman, Robert Pattinson makes his own Batmobile and suit and everything. But Christian Bale like, lobs that one off on Morgan Freeman as well. Yeah, it is weird because it's like, and like in the new Spider-Man, you know, Tony Stark gives him his suit, the spider suit. But like in the old one, like Peter actually like stitches it himself, which is wild. Yeah, it is wild. Have you did you know that Cillian Murphy also um, tried out for Batman with instead of Christian Bale, like he did a whole test run and you can watch him doing it as well. Like. Interesting. Um, he like huh. had on the he had on the suit and everything, and um, I think he would have been a good Bruce Wayne. No, I think he I think he would have been. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was, I think he would have been good. I mean, I liked I liked uh, Michael Keaton as Batman too. I think he would have been kind of similar to that. Yeah. Um, oh, I love Michael Keaton as Batman. He's good. He's a good guy. And and maybe when the Flash movie releases, if they can stop Ezra Miller from beating a baby with a gun for five minutes, then we can, you know, see that happen again. Also one of my arch nemesis is. Yeah. My, my like top, I would say like a top five arch nemesis for me. Um, How do you guys feel uh, living in America with Ezra Miller right now while he's, while they're at large? Um, uh, I, if, I, if I see him, he's going to. Nervous. My, my fists. Nervous. I would, I would say nervous, but not scared. Are they still out about, or did they get arrested? No, they got arrested. Um, uh, that happened like a month ago. It was like the, I think Warner Brothers worked very hard to keep it quiet, but yeah, they did get arrested, and they're going to like a bunch of like rehabilitation programs and like doing a bunch of community service and stuff. And like I think they like avoided jail somehow. Um, as always, rich people. Rich people cannot go to jail, so whatever. Fuck it. No. R- wait, rich people with not dark skin tone yeah um it's, it's specific to that i think did now didn't one rich white person go to jail harvey weinstein is who i'm thinking um of. well martha stewart did go to jail and you know what she served all of her time and now she she makes a tv show with snoop dogg that's right i forgot about that um i did get to meet martha stewart a long time ago did you Oh, briefly. I just uh, was at a show she was at, and she was like, hi, how are you doing? We had, like, a quick thing. Um, She, I, to me, Martha Stewart is a homie. Interesting. She's one of your people. She is. She Is that because of the crimes she did? She did her time. She was not crying about it. She went to jail and came out, and you know what? Other people cried about it. Like um, Lori Lachlan from Full House, she cried yeah, about it. She did cry to get a lot. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, and I said, if Martha Stewart can do it, you can too. Yeah. Did I Robert how... Downey Jr. do time? I don't uh, believe he ever went to jail. I think that was a similar thing where he just kept getting arrested and paying off fines and settlements. He, he did go to rehab, though. Yeah, he uh. did. Um, 
I am remembering now that because uh, I I am the I am the one person who watched all of Fuller House on Netflix. Um, I did not and, finish it. You're right. Yeah. Um, and like I mean, it's not good, but like I did watch all of it, and it was fun. So whatever. But at the same time, I do li- I did like every time there were like, uh, you know, uh, John Stamos would show up and be like, oh, Aunt Becky's uh, at a conference. <laughs> and you're like, she's in jail. <laughs> she's in trouble with the law. Aw, classic Aunt Becky. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so let's let's uh, let's get into this. So welcome everyone. This is Hot D. Uh, this is the well. No, this isn't it. This is about it. If you came, if you came here for Hot D, you're gonna get it. Is basically what I'm trying to say. That's true. Did you know that this is Matt Smith's favorite episode? This one is yes. it because he got to fuck his, his net finally. <laughs> uh, I I think so. I think he liked holding, um, Sir Christian Colback. I think that might have been also it. I kind of liked that. Oh, sorry. This yeah. is Dragon. This is Dragon Busters. That is the podcast <laughs> name, and we're. We're doing a House of the Dragon uh, podcast every week. You can find us here, uh, just just chilling out with. Ow, fuck, Ellie! No, she's you're not a dragon. <laughs> Maybe she is a dragon. Tiberius is in here. He made a little meow. Yeah, but, she's. And, but now he's being a good boy, laying at the end of the bed. <laughs> she's trapped in a cat's body. Here, come up here. Oh, Ellie! Scream for help! No one will find you. Um. That's going to be the sound I make when Ezra Miller finally finds me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, I'm Nirav, and uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Felicia. You say, yes. you're, say oh, something. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were introducing us. Well, hello, I'm here. It's, it's good to be here, and um, I am excited to talk about this episode. Yeah, and uh, Jess is here, too. Hi, I'm coming, thrilled to be here. Coming to us from across the pond. Um, yeah. Tell me, how how are you guys doing during your grieving period? Um, so the pound crashed. Um. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's see how that affects the morning. Is this yeah. because the, the king is going to be on it? No, the pound <laughs> crashed over a different issue, but it's Look, a bit of a weird coincidence. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say what we're all thinking. Should we even bother putting him on the money? Um, like can- yeah, no. <laughs> everyone was be... like, "This, this is like a once in a lifetime thing with a monarch dying." I was like, "Is it?" <laughs> don't think it. <laughs> Look, don't it seems like it it's going to happen again in two weeks. <laughs> what if you put Paddington Bear on it instead? <laughs> how, do you yeah. fe- how do you feel about the bear being on it? <laughs> See, this is the thing, though, Jess. Like, imagine if somebody as old and decrepit as and and, and as uh, king charles was actually like running your country like we're doing over here <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but anyway so i feel yeah. like at this point biden's just one step away from being mr house we we should put him on the money we should probably go ahead and start printing that actually <laughs> um that's actually I don't know if people know this. This is that is a law though. If you uh, want to be on money, you have to be dead. That is a you law. You do have to be dead. I I did find that out, and it's the same for st- it's the same for stamps as well. I don't know if you ah, knew that. I did not. Yeah. I guess I'll just kill myself and get on that good stamp. Um. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into this shit. Um. This was a pretty action packed episode. Um. The the first half largely centering around the the funeral and the. The taming of the dragon, 
and then the the second part kind of more focused on uh oh shit you know the the knife she's got a knife <laughs> You yeah, know. this was actually the first episode they filmed as well. That's yeah, why all, that. when all the um, the filming uh, shots came out like months ago to first like just give us a glimpse of it. That that was all this episode. Yeah, I saw. So this was in the part after the episode where they talk a little bit. Like they mentioned that this was the first episode, and so they said that they this is the first scene that they shot of the whole show was out on the balcony there after the the funeral. Um, and they, they did that kind of because they wanted to communicate how like uneasy and unfamiliar everyone was with each other because they are like that in real life. Like none of these people knew each other at the time. Yeah. Um, which I think worked out pretty well. Um, I was was certainly uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So I was like the whole time, the whole episode was me like with that, that meme of, of Chang, like squinting at the little tiny paper. (laughs) (laughs) But Winnie the Pooh also, when he squints at the paper. Yeah, I did, I did, I did Wait, which one is that? Like... Throw, th- throw me that one. I'll throw you that one of Winnie the Pooh because it's my favorite. Okay. Um, but also the chemistry I think between um Damon and Renaris, you can't tell that they it's the first time of them filming. So I think that's actually yeah. pretty great. No, that, that's a great point because I I definitely like they definitely felt very familiar with each other in this episode. Um, she still calls so, him uncle though after after they have sex. Yeah, well, you can't look. I need you, you, uncle. <laughs> you can't you can't call your uncle uncle after you bang him and before you marry him. It it's got to be on the outer edge of one of those two things. It can't be in the middle. It uh, it, it did feel kind of weird, but also, um, it a lot of people enjoy it on the on the forums and it's concerning um what forums are you on (laughs) by forums i mean twitter okay Uh, yeah i was on the forums no you weren't the forums i mean twitter here i I, i'm posting the the winnie the pooh meme for you nirav and it always makes me laugh okay Um, i like it um i also enjoy the type of mother that Rhaenyra is with her sons. And I like that. She was like, your, your cousins have lost their mother. Go talk to them. And he, he was very shy at first, but then you see how he, he, he defends them. And I really love the, how their relationship was. And also how Jace and Luke are as brothers. Like they definitely have each other's backs. I absolutely love that. Because you can definitely see the difference between this family and how dysfunctional Alicent's are with how close all the brothers are in Renera's side. Yes, yeah, somebody yeah. Sa- somebody said that the reason why Alicent really like has even grown more hatred toward Renera is because she she wishes she can be the type of mother that Rhaenyra is. Yeah. And I found that very interesting, even though I don't know where the baby Joffrey is. I was like, did he die? I told did they you not he's what happened to him? He's sleeping. <laughs> I didn't know what happened to him. I was like, is he dead? Did, did they not mention it? Can you tell me, is he alive still? Cause I don't, do we see him again? Uh, is, is- I mean, I'll, I'll type it in, but I'm pretty sure they would have mentioned if he had died. <laughs> I was concerned. I was like, um, where is this child? Yeah, I feel like Renero would be a bit upset. And like the the nurses have him, right? 
<laughs> but with um with the children, I also noticed how respectful Luke and Jace are in comparison to Alicent's children. So last episode, Alicent called Rhaenyra's children um animals or savages or something like that. Whereas it seems to be definitely her children, which are the savages, because neither of them were like behaving at this funeral. Like Aegon was out getting drunk. Um yes. A Aemond was just like insulting everyone. And Helena was like chanting spells or something in the corner, like not not them were being respectful. I think she was seeing a vision. Um, yeah, and she was talking to the spider. So I, I I don't think that much is her fault. I I think that because uh, they I felt bad that they were calling her odd, but I also want to point out how um, they were talking about marrying her and how one is like I wish. I could marry her and the other one was like definitely I don't wish that and I was like the incest in this show um uh- yeah so they, I don't think they made this clear but Aegon has been betrothed to Helena Alicent wants is has planned for them both to get married but yet um, she she's so mad about Damon and Rhaenyra yet she's such a hypocrite and betrothed her two children yeah yeah <laughs> uh i was look i was trying to find anything about this but what i've been given is instead is that joffrey uh lannister our friend from how uh, from uh from game of thrones actually spoiled something from house of the dragon like he in did game of thrones did you look that up uh yeah i will because i was i saw joffrey and i clicked on it and now i know the truth oh no i won't tell felicia though i want you to yeah be <laughs> you know, i want you That's- to be unsullied Okay. Yeah, don't don't watch Game of Thrones while you're watching this. There's that spoiler, and also there's there's an this does... um Stannis's daughter like recites the whole storyline. <laughs> to, <that> <laughs> to, to be honest, um, I I actually was like I, I was thinking the um oh yeah there was this it was like an Onion article like a long time ago that was like rogue author writes entire book series full of game of thrones spoilers and it was just a picture <laughs> of george R. R. martin um, <laughs> so like at some point you kind of have to be like well you know it is what it is it's a it's a book so also i need to do a fact withdrawal um so basically for the past i don't know what episode are we on now we're on episode like, seven, seven. so yeah. for the past seven. like six episodes i've been saying the dragon tamers are bastards but that's not true i don't know where i heard that from but that that's completely false oh is it yeah, I just oh. made that up. Um, well, regardless, we believed you. Yeah, it was pretty cool facts, but then actually, when I started to think about it, I was like, Jesus, how many bastards are there like from the Targaryens? <laughs> Where did they all come from? I want to also talk about how I, I like that during the scene, the the that the fight scene between Alicent and Rhaenyra, how her father um, definitely was like, who called my grandsons a bastard? Speak to me, son. I am your king. And he would, even though he said he called him his son, he still, he still is authority, but also he doesn't care. Those are his grandson and nobody is going to disrespect his grandsons ever. Yeah, and I, this... I thought that was very important. Like everyone should know. And then when Allison pulled that knife, I was like, I will fight her too. 
Yeah, there's like absolutely no questioning whose side Viserys is. Well, not he's not on a side, but his support for Rhaenyra. They like one hundred percent. Even in the book, Viserys is with Rhaenyra, like on absolutely everything. There was like no doubt there with him. And I just think it's like, and when Alicent was like, "I'm your queen," and she she tried to get um, um, Sir Christian to help her, and he he went to go help her and that's when Damon stepped in. Yeah. I thought that was crazy because you're like this also, this man definitely can never be trusted because your King is speaking. And he, I, I get that she's the queen, but once the King speaks, like that's it, you shouldn't move. You shouldn't do anything. I'm dancing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I like that. And I, I think this sort of happened not to this degree, but a little in another previous episode, but like, you know, Viserys really puts on like the, the king air for a little while in the, the chamber during this confrontation for like one of the first times that we we see. Um, and like we I mean, at this point, I, I was actually really I was surprised and both both surprised and relieved when um a egg a a, a a the older one <laughs> said Aegon. Aegon said uh like father we all know like just like uh putting it out there you know and like everyone around in the room just kind of like looks at each other like with these like yeah we all know like what's now it's out um and like you know the the king is still choosing to like try and deny this because of course he does not want anything to challenge his his succession you know um but like it's just like it's almost like off-putting how like desperate it is at the end there of like well, nobody like it's just like well, nobody can talk about this, or I'll cut out your tongue, you know. Yeah. But um, I but yeah, I mean that like was a strong statement. But I like but like at that but at the same time I was like, that's like one of the first like strong statements he's like ever made. So like co- that's cool. And also like I mean I believed him when he said that. I was like he will do that to the next person yeah. who's, who does that. Can we note uh, that uh, Shady is back as well? <laughs> Slim Shady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little weasel. Also, <laughs> dude, Laris is always there. Okay, do not. Oh no, I'm listen. speaking about Otto Shady. <laughs> oh, 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 Otto. That's big Shady. The, um, yeah. Like his hand of the king. <laughs> yeah, dude. How did? And I was actually like curious about that because I I, I figured that was what was going to happen considering how they ended the last episode. But like, I was like, what? What is um? Why is Otto back? I guess what is the explanation for that? Because they're just like, is the king just like? Well, I guess I should have just kept Otto. Let me just grab him again. <laughs> Ten yeah, I don't, I don't understand the pattern either because obviously Laris killed his father to make space uh, for like Otto to return. But I don't understand the conversation that happened. <laughs> like, does this with, happen in the book? Yeah, this happens in the book. I don't know whether okay. Alison, but it, you know, it, Otto's just reinstated. I don't think it explains why. It's it's just like a fact in history. Um, so I would like to see the conversation where Alison goes to Viserys and it's like, hey, you know uh, how you find my father? Do you mind bringing him back? There's uh, a space available now. I think I think in the book there is that she's no one else uh, um, Viserys can have as hand anymore. I think they're all dead. I can see that, and and even thinking about it here, like as far as characters in the show that we know and have seen, like who could it even be at that point? Like maybe uh, well, I, Corlys? Corlys would be the only Corlys. one. Yeah. 
I think Corliss has been like insulted by Viserys. Like, so yeah, actually, no, I don't he think he doesn't would want to. He wouldn't do it. Well, also, well, I don't. I don't think Viser. I don't think Viserys can trust Corliss enough to have him as his like right hand man all the time. But, yeah. but he can. He can trust uh, Otto. But I also did like how he turned to Damon and said, "Let's put all of our difference aside, and you can come back to court and be with me." But Damon kind of laughed at him and walked away. Um. Um. But I kind of wish he would just be his right hand. Otto. Otto has struck me as somebody and like. I know we're, we're kind of flying through this story, so I don't think we get to see things like this, but he has struck me as somebody who is a very good hand of the king, as long as you are not somebody he's trying to have killed. Uh, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, but like I, think the, I think the reason why he got fired was that he's so absorbed in his own interests, and it is true. Like, his literal, right. sure. like, every move he's made, uh, made, like, so far in the show, according to Viserys, like, before the happenings of the show he's been a good hand up until that point but as soon as like right a chance to make a move he did so and he's put like the whole realm at risk in order to get, uh, get reaches on agenda right and i think that um it, it kind of made me think a little bit of tywin when he was the hand of the king um yeah although like tywin struck this very good balance where like he was able to serve his own interests by serving the realm as like a very efficient and effective hand. Like, yeah, Tywin was perfect as hand. I mean, he real. I mean, he was built for that job, honestly. Like, and I mean, if he if he hadn't been like you know trying to kill all our good friends uh, in the Starks, there, <laughs> I mean, it, it would have been great to just you know run the country, honestly. But it's like I, I see that I see a little bit of a difference with Otto because like there is. Uh, he he's still like just as you can see from his conversation with Allison, he's like as scheming and conniving as ever, like if not more so. I have noticed there's a striking resemblance between Tyrion and Corliss. So basically, both Tywin and Corliss uh, brought their households um, back up into power again during like dark times. So Tywin took his house from his father, who had basically almost run it into the ground. And same with Corliss, like uh, House Valerian wasn't doing very well until Corliss um, regains their power through his basically like uh, through his fleet. Um, and both have like their sole interest is carrying on the family name like Tywin is obsessed with it and so is Corliss to the point where he doesn't understand Rhaenys is more um, like emotional response to wanting her children uh, to be heirs of Driftmark as opposed to Rhaenyra's um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, children who may or may not be, be Valerians in, in the book though they don't treat them they treat the jason luke like their grandchildren though correct yeah so in the book it's a little bit more skeptical over whether rhaenyra's children are actually lanors or not because um the valerians uh, look like the targaryens they're white they've got white hair and they've got purple eyes whereas um Rhaenys has dark hair she looks like a baratheon so the the children could easily have just like caught on ah. their grandmother's genes uh, whereas in the show, it's a lot more obvious that Lena did not touch <laughs> Rhaenyra. <laughs> that is, huh? I'm I'm glad they also explained that her and Lenore did try to have a child themselves. Yeah, yeah. I actually liked that too because I'm, they. I'm glad. Yeah. It kind think... of makes me a bit more sympathetic to Rhaenyra. 
because it sounds like she really tried. It sounds like both of them tried, and like it makes me a little more symp- sympathetic to Lenor as well. And I mean, like, I think it just finally. I mean, and and I, I I understand obviously. Like he really just like you know couldn't get it up for her to be honest is is yeah. kind of what it sounded like. And like, which is yeah. what I what I assumed anyway. Yeah. But I I'm glad they they closed what we all thought. Right. And, like, and just seeing his grief for his sister too. Like that episode was sad for him. It it really it was. was. Um, One thing I found sad was that uh, it felt like Lena's funeral scene actually went on for longer than her actual character scene. Possible, yes. possible. <laughs> um, I and again, I think that's probably just a byproduct of making this such a fast-paced thing where you just kind of jump between things that are happening. Um, yeah. But uh, one other thing, I uh, so okay when. Let's okay. Let's all just get this. Let's 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 uh, talk about the elephant in the room. I'm sure it was here, but I can't see it. Where did? Where is it? This episode was so fucking dark. I like could not see a lot of things happening. I told you that, and you're like, you I were. Can see five. I did. Well, I, I could didn't at have the beginning. This problem. I didn't even realize there was a problem until I checked Twitter afterwards. I yeah, know it, it was fine. So well, uh, what I did was I turned off the HDR on my TV and I turned off all the other lights in my house, and then I was able to see enough to follow it but it was extremely dark still but but and then they revealed that the, a lot of those scenes were shot in the daytime and they made it dark which is so crazy to me that that's common practice in film yeah but they usually just use a blue filter or something not like a pitch yeah. black filter <laughs> yes i think that was also part of the problem um i'm gonna have to learn how to turn off some settings on my tv <laughs> i'm not very like good with tech all technology so who was i i was talking to someone oh yeah i was talking to my friend at work today about this and she was like no i'm not changing the settings on my tv that's their job they have to adjust it for my tv (laughs) if they want me to change the settings on my tv to watch their show they say they're gonna send me thirty dollars they're gonna send me thirty dollars now it was super dark but i i i actually really enjoyed this episode i i also liked um Corley's, uh, is it Corley's the grandfather? Yeah, mm-hmm. talking t- talking to Luke, and Luke's sadness of saying, "I don't want to be in charge because that means everyone's dead." That made me so sad. His little sadness and voice, um, just thinking about the future and how if he he becomes in charge, that was Luke. He was talking uh, so- to right. Yeah, it was, and um, I had sort of a different thing because it reminded me of a funny thing instead. <laughs> which was, oh, okay. Which uh, it reminded me of in uh, the office when uh, Dwight is talking about when Pam is talking about the fact that Dwight has like hidden something that like they need something like their tax documents or something away, and like he's he's like doesn't trust anybody with it, and she's like, and I was like Dwight, what happens if you die? And then Dwight said. If I'm dead, you guys have been dead for weeks. Oh my gosh! Which is what I thought of when he said that, but I, I think I, I think I interpreted the moment wrong. But <laughs> I, I just, I felt, I feel like, um, Ranieri's children definitely feel feel a lot of emotion and emotion in general, as Ellison's children do not. Maybe, maybe Helena does, but the boys definitely do not. They don't take emotion like children should 
Alison's uh, children were too busy being abused for like half the funeral. <laughs> She's just like using every excuse that she can to shout at them. Even when um, Eamon gets, well, Eamon doesn't really get attacked. Yeah. He attacks the boys first uh, and then the boys attack him. But when that happens, Alison's first reaction is to blame Aegon for not being there, even though yeah, he has like, a palace crazy. full of guards. So. <laughs> That's that's maybe a good segue into this, which we maybe should have started with. But yeah, let's let's talk about the taming of the dragon. Um, I love this scene so much. I think this is a great scene, and I was yeah. I was actually I was actually pretty unsure what they were even doing until he like started to climb up the dragon. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, son?" And then I <laughs> and then I like sort of realized like, "Oh well, like that's I like I guess I didn't even realize that like the dragon had not been claimed by." Um, what's her face yet you know the, the daughter girl, one of the girls yeah yeah, yeah it's typical for them to not claim until they're like in their early teens or like later teens i think she's like still too young so there is like a mass still a massive risk factor and if you're not strong enough like the dragon can rebel against you like Balerion rebelled against uh i can't remember her name but there was this targaryen princess who claimed she she fell out of her mother and she went and claimed Balerion and he literally just went off with her for a year and when when they came back she died because he they think he took her to uh he Valeria uh for a year yeah um yeah interesting I yeah I guess I didn't uh, I I I really was um I was happy we get to see like what like it like I guess what the quote-unquote ceremony of it is like when you like tame a dragon and claim it and like yeah it's interesting that it's actually something like I wouldn't say it's like easy at all obviously but it's like it's very simple it's just like you know can you get the dragon to like not throw you off basically well to to put it yeah. into perspective Viserys managed to claim uh Balerion and and any any other Targaryen before them has claimed Balerion no matter how like stupid or weak that person has been so it does yeah it does seem pretty easy yeah I bet I could do it yeah um, I could do it yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> I I also like that the the cousin the three the four cousins were one strong unit and they just beat him up like like you took my oh my god it was it was literally the meme (laughs) i don't i don't i honestly don't i think that allison's children are just jerks in general yeah because like she was right who does that he's like well you didn't claim the dragon they're grieving their mother just died okay uh this this is the one sorry this is this is what i was thinking of when that was happening (laughs) Uh oh. Um. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Uh oh. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, that that um, I'm uh. Do you feel like this is sort of a that uh? It's Amond, right? Who got this dragon? Amond. Yes. Amond sort of sniped this one, didn't he? He really did. That's why that she was upset, and I don't blame her. She just lost her mother. It's not really, it, it wasn't really Ve- that Vagar was, uh, I can't remember her name. I think it's Lena. No, that's that was her mother. That's the mother. Her I think it's Raina. It's it, this Lana. One's, this one's Alanis Morset. Uh, okay, because her sister's Bela, and then she's what, Lana? Honestly, I don't know if they've ever said their names. 
I think her name is Raina. I think it's Baylor and Raina. <laughs> but yeah, the, the younger one. There are um, other it's... letters in the alphabet. Use <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> so it's, uh, I can kind of understand it from Amon's perspective. So basically, Vagar wasn't that, that girl's dragon. Like, she hasn't claimed Vagar. She was too young to claim Vagar. Um, her mother in, her mother intended her to claim a hatchling, but it, it never hatched. So eventually she would have picked a dragon, but it wasn't necessarily ever going to be Vagar. Anybody could have claimed him. Um, just like in the past, like any uh, Targaryens have just like picked up random dragons that have been available or they've waited for a special one. And um, honestly, I feel like a- Aemond deserved Vagar. And I, I can't really picture Rainer even attempting to um, to capture uh, to tame Vagar, to be honest. She was just too young. I will, yeah, I'll also say that I think um, when uh, Aemond and then later Otto said this, like, um, losing an eye was worth it to get the biggest dragon in the world. I was yeah, like, I yeah, that. he's right. I think he's right. <laughs> like, genuinely, like, being a cool one-eyed dragon rider on... Vagar looks to be, like, roughly the size of a city at this point, so... Yeah, he's loads bigger than yeah. Drogon. I also love how you need, like, a net to climb up onto her. Like, um, she's got netting on oh, the Oh, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty clever, because I was like, how'd they, get up, how'd they get up there, though? Answer me that, scientists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I also like how... I know this is terrible that I say I like this scene. I like that um in defense of his brother because you really think that um jace is gonna get like taken out and stabbed but instead he gets his knife back and luke throws sand in his in his eyes so jace can come and stab his cousin in the eye and take it out that was i was not expecting it even though i should have they definitely lent this scene more in Rhaenyra's children's favour because in the books all that happens is Aemond calls someone a bastard and then pushes him in some horse poo and then um, in retaliation they cut his eye out. So it's definitely like... It, oh in yeah, the books, this is a lot more sympathetic. Yeah, <laughs> in the books it, it seems like the kids are just arseholes. <laughs> yeah, in, the, in the show like it seems it makes it a bit more like dramatic. Like they had legit, they were trying to defend themselves. Yeah, like, and th- I, these I mean, are two very young boys, uh, after all, and Amon's like a teenager. Right. It's it's not like they were intending to come in there and cut his eye out or anything. No. Like, um, still, I did like the I did like when the um, Jace was like pocket sand. Yes, he threw <laughs> it. He threw it in his eyes to blind him. Um, we also need to talk about how when Viserys is like, "I'm going to bed." Um, uh, everyone just stares (laughs) and and then Allison is like guppy fish mouth open like I can't believe he just called me his dead wife's name yeah who is this Joe Biden I love how the guard kind of like hints to him that he made a mistake he was like should I escort Queen Allison or something like that okay one one thing during this scene also Moment of respect for Sir Kristen Cole because he doesn't cut this kid's eye out <laughs> and is like, I'm I'm supposed to protect you, not cut children's eyes out. <laughs> I think he definitely considered it though. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, fair, but like, I'll, I don't know. Also, I was like, he's not going to do that. And then he did. Maybe his so. pettiness doesn't actually stretch that far. <laughs> I think he might also just be tired, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's his hung up upness on Renera rejecting him is like slowly starting to wean off, maybe. <laughs> am, I, I, am I the incel? No. I think it's the children Damon, who are wrong. Maybe I should attack my children. <laughs> Damon would have killed him out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> like him him sitting on the side of like the fireplace in the shadows, just waiting for his moment, he would have definitely murdered him without I liked his, it. his cape. He wouldn't yeah. even need the cape. He would have um, just been like, you think again. Taking yeah. the rock and just so, smash his head in. I, in the little bit after the the show, I like that the um Matt like they they talked a little bit about like and Matt Smith said like, well like you know Damon is just kind of lurking here because like he is sort of a chaos gremlin <laughs> and he is like kind of just wanting things to play out, but in a way like you know you can see from his smile that like he wants things to go like as badly as possible here because like he, he feels like he can only benefit from this interaction here. Um, which is interesting because it's like not really, he's, he's just kind of sitting and watching and like, obviously he's not like trying to interfere um, and, and make it worse or anything, but he's like, Oh, you know, like if I sit back, like, you know, the, this, this will end up well for me either way. Um, so like he's he's a, he's a sneaky boy. I saw him over there winking in the corner. He looked directly <laughs> into the camera and he winked. It was weird. <laughs> I love how uh, we should also talk about the last scene. So it's like very very significant. But I love how Damon gets his like big hood out again for his like craftiness. He's like, right, I've got some <laughs> I've got some schemes to plot. <laughs> Get the cloak out. <laughs> yeah, evil Damon be like. <laughs> um, he had a yeah. whisper to the crabs. <laughs> okay. The, la- the speaking of that the the last scene though like okay because it was so dark um <laughs> i literally couldn't see the last scene i did not realize that uh Lainor got in the boat and left i thought he oh. had just died okay what? i definitely saw that it but literally <laughs> huh his hair was shaved wasn't it or it was, was shaved, yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys just like have your brightness turned down to like fully no, down. No, it's not. Something. I mean, it's not just us. It happened to like literally millions of people. Like everyone's complaining about the fact they couldn't see this. What's going on? I thought it was fine. I don't. I don't know what they did over there. Uh, maybe. I don't. <laughs> maybe. Maybe the. Maybe there's. Maybe they're doing some signal boosting over there. Yeah. Um, maybe like quick, turn it up. The Brits are watching it. Yeah. <laughs> That's but. exactly what they did. You've suffered enough. The pound. <laughs> Give them what they Think want. Of the pound. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, anyway, so I could not see that. And I was like, well, that fucking sucked. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, so at the end of the episode, I was like, fuck this. Are you kidding? She had him killed? No, thanks. That's what? so out of character. And then like. Well, that's what happens in the book. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> yeah. But does she ask for him to be killed in the book or does Damon just No, do Damon that? doesn't. So, no, so basically the book is one of those scenarios where George is like, well, it was- Well, I'm not scenarios. 100% sure what happened. Nobody really is. But uh, this is what the maesters have said, oink. <laughs> yeah, basically. So this, that's exactly what it is. So the scenarios offered in the book are, so um, either Lainor got into a fight with his boyfriend at a market and then his boyfriend murdered him. 
Um, actually, no, it's, it's made clear that the boyfriend murders Lane and Lainor in the book, but they don't know why. So one scenario is that Lainor found a new boyfriend, so his old boyfriend got uh, jealous and killed him. Um, the second one is that Damon arranged it to uh, get to Rhaenyra right after he presumably be also um, arranged for Harwin's death as well. Um and then I can't remember what the third option is, but either way, Lainor is dead in the book. So I re- I actually really loved this twist. I thought it was um, a much better scenario that they've worked out here. Yeah, they. I mean, like if if Rhaenyra were to have him killed at this point, especially after that, um, you know, talk that they had earlier in the episode, like I mean, she would not. She. I mean, she. You would lose the audience for the rest of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it, it would then- it would lose her ability to be a sympathetic character. But then I was also thinking, could they have not waited like a little bit longer? Rainies and Corliss have just buried, well, not buried, but chucked into the ocean their daughter. Like, (laughs) could they have not waited a little bit longer rather than having the son die as well? Like literally within the same like few days. It did happen really fast. I was like, wow, both of their children, all they have left is their two grandchildren. I mean, uh, five grandchildren. No, they'd barely even left the funeral of their daughter before their uh, son was presumably killed. Uh, yes. It, it Also, what about the scene where his father turns to Lenore's lover and was like, go get... What did he call him? Go... What did he call Lenore? He told, he told... Go get your paramour. Yes, he was like, "Go get him!" in front of everyone, and everyone stopped yeah. speaking. I was like, "This is so awkward." <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, I like because the whole time I was watching that, I was like, "Why did she kill him? Why didn't she just fake his death in the exact same manner?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, what? What?" Uh, but anyway, so that was resolved after I watched the thing after the episode, and they were like, "Now, uh, you know, uh, we wanted to make sure that you couldn't see the scene, but we'll tell you about it here." <laughs> Um, <laughs> people are like he's gonna come back but that is my question we're no he's s- done so dude but we're sea smoke and what happens to your dragon like he's not really dead yeah you- i'm i'm a little so bit confused this was about a discussion well. that some people had because there have been hints before that like dragons like know that their rider is alive even if they're across the earth from them you know well, that's how dire wolves kind of work too in a way like a ghost and, and john could communicate and namira and um oh my gosh my brain that was because the star children were wargs yeah but but it's kind of like that's but dragons have the same connection not really. With with the wargs, uh, John and Arya were literally becoming their wolves when they were asleep. They were doing what Bran does and basically like yeah, t- like going into their minds. Whereas with the dragons, it's more like a like a like a social connection. You know, like the you know, like in Avatar when uh, Avatar, like the James Cameron film, when they mm-hmm. bond with the yeah, they plug their sex the hair into the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I was like Avatar: The Last Airbender, no. like when Aang goes in in uh, his which one call it state? Yes, the Avatar state. No. Yeah. Avatar it's state. Uh, yes, Can I you get imagine it. if in Avatar two they go to a, they're like we're going to establish the Avatar state, and like it's it's like an actual government this time. I would like for I would like for everyone to 
I don't I don't want to see Avatar 2. But okay. I am going to have to. I am I've going never to have seen to. the first one. How did you That's, not see it? I just did not see it. It was a bad time in my life. I I you were the first person I met who who missed out on that one, like literally in my whole life. Um, yeah. It's all right. But anyway, like that's, That's why when you say Avatar, I'm like the last airbender. Go yeah. Zuko. It's so fucking weird <laughs> that that's the highest grossing movie of all time. I don't think it deserved it, but whatever. I don't think it is anymore, is no, it? No, it, 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 it isn't. Oh, no, it, it is again Endgame. No, because yeah. they re-released re it in theaters, and now it's a, it passed Endgame again. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> but what about, what about um, Maverick... Uh, Top Gun. That is uh... Maverick Top Gun. That is uh, that is doing well in the domestic box office. I was talking about worldwide, but Maverick. Okay. Yeah, Top Gun. Maverick's like number five or four in the in domestic of all time now. Yeah. It, yeah. It so passed, anyway, uh, the, yeah, yeah. The dra the dragons and their riders. They have the same sort of bond as the avatars and their sex ponytails in uh, the James Cameron film from two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, everyone go watch it. Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Is that what it's called? I think so. That sounds I, right. I could not tell you because I have no idea. Go, uh, watch the, the first one's back in theaters, so just pay $10 to go watch it again. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> hold on. Fuck. Oh, Ellie, no. She's, she's, she's jumping around like a maniac. What happened? Um, okay. I'm going to have to put a net on her and climb on top of her. Um, <laughs> she right, she flies you to work every day? That'd be That would be good. Ellie, do you think you could get me to work instead of just screeching when I'm trying to record things? Ellie, beat the traffic. Fly me to work. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, I'm trying to think if we didn't uh, cover anything. Oh, I did like the scene at the end. Um, as they're leaving, because Allison and and Laris have a little chat, and he's like, do, like in you know, he's like, could I do more murders for you, please? Yeah. And, uh, she's like, actually, like, hold on a minute, maybe later, <laughs> but like, <laughs> just chill, just like, let's do one one murder at a time, you, you know? Um, I like how eager he is. Yeah. Also, the um. What, what I mentioned last week with Helena being a dragon dreamer and being able to see into the future. So one of the prophecies that she did came true in this episode. So um, oh, in that scene, one? Alison was talking to her and she had that centipede or millipede. Um, and uh, then Eamon comes in and he's like, he talks about the pig joke and everything. And Alison says, tells him you will have a dragon one day. And in the background, Helena says to the millipede, he'll have to close an eye. So that was basically her prophesizing that Aemond will get a dragon, but he'll lose an eye in the process. Interesting. I, uh, I also I also like how he goes, don't worry, mother. I may have lost an eye, but I have a dragon. I <laughs> like that, dude. He's right. What yeah. a line. That's He's a right. direct quote from the book. <laughs> I also li I liked, it was probably my second favorite line of his after, just wait until my father hears about this. <laughs> <laughs> people did keep posting um they're like i think he reminds me of somebody uh could it be from harry potter and then they just kept uh doing pictures of him and then uh what's his name from harry draco potter Malfoy. draco like side by side like even wearing green and i was like this is out yeah, of control those are his house colors man um <laughs> yeah anyway i, I like that a lot um, the older the older brother is David Tennant's son. Is that right? Yeah, Ty. Uh, yes. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I, he I gets figured. recast next episode. This is going yeah, to be the sad. last time jump as well. I think it's another. I don't think it's ten years. It's it's close. It's like though, six years or one. something. I think. Yeah. Uh, also, also um, the older brother officially looks younger than the middle brother. The second yeah, brother. I'm not a fan of the recasting. I think they should have just stuck with Ty. Um, just just you know powder him up a little bit. You know what? At the end of Harry Potter. They did uh, kind of make everybody look old, so maybe they should do the same thing here. <laughs> that was the worst aging was makeup so, like ever, though. So bad. I, I do want to say the two actors that they're <laughs> they're having play Helena and what's the second brother's name? Uh, Amond. Amond and Helena. They're two actors from um, the Last Kingdom. Um, they're both in that show. That show's excellent. Everyone, check it out. It, they're books and a tv show on netflix um but i'm actually the actor who's playing Amond. he is absolutely excellent um yeah. at least on uh the last kingdom he was and i i think he'll be excellent on this show too nice. yeah i think that i think he's a good choice he does definitely look like an Amond from how I, <laughs> I yeah yeah classic yeah. Amond face I, like <laughs> The Last Kingdom really is a great is such a great show in my eyes, but um, I I think this is a good casting choice because if I were to picture him older, I was like, wow, nail on the head for sure. Um, yeah, I, I am interested to see what happens next because like, my one of my thoughts was like, is the is the idea here for um, Damon and Rhaenyra to have more children together? I'm not saying anything. I, okay, I, then Felicia, might, you say something. Uh, well, I know sp- some spoilies. Okay, I'll trade you the one that I learned today. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, do you want me to say the spoilies? No, nah, no. If it's if it's spoily for this show, then then don't worry about it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm I'm curious if their intent rather was sh- we should you know have a child together. Or if they just wanted to get married so that they could solidify that their family will take the throne, um, in a way. So, don't know. But I think that Damon was is truly obsessed with her and also obsessed with the throne. That he would do anything to to have that and her. So either way, the people that she was had lovers and was married to would have died either way. And he would have married her no matter what. I, that's just my eyes. I don't know if you feel that way, Jess. Yeah. Um, I, I think that no matter what what road was taken, they would have ended up together. Yeah, I do think Damon really does love Rhaenyra. Um, after reading the book, like some of the stuff that he does, like he's clearly like he does love her. Like he he puts himself at risk like many times for her sake. Um, I also thought it was so sad that conversation between Viserys and Damon. Like Viserys is really trying to make me- uh, like make amends with his brother, and you can obviously see that Viserys doesn't have much time. Well, we we'd assume he doesn't have much time left, but I'm, I think he's still going to be alive in the next episode. <laughs> this fucking dude! What the hell, man? I was at the beginning. I was like, oh, he's on his way out. 
he's I like don't... one of those like small breeds of dog that like refuses to die. You <laughs> know, hairless, the ones that just keep Chinese crested. A hairless <laughs> Chinese crested. Like like Dude. a Shih Tzu or something. They live till they're about twenty five, and they're just like crawling along the ground. That's him. He's legit like the that fucking jellyfish that just keeps shedding its skin and like they can't die. It's, it's I... that one. I have a question though, um, and you can answer this or not, Jess. Does Damon care for her children, or does he want them out of the way? Um, I don't. I don't really know. I don't know. He doesn't want them out of the way. Okay. He's, he's neutral towards them, and in fact, he works with them. So I'd say. Okay, he's not like yeah. these children must die because they're not mine. Well, no, because then she'd react the same way to his children. So. Okay, I just want to make sure that they don't. There's not a cape that comes out and they mysteriously disappear. No, definitely. I think not. he's got. I could just see like it's like five years later, and like Damon's like looking through the closet, and he like sees his old evil cape, and he's like, ah, "Those days are behind me," and he like packs it back in the trunk. He probably does it over the smallest inconvenience. Like, I don't know, his parcel turns up late and all of a sudden the postman like encounters him on the wait, road with his hood. Hold up. on. My packages are late. <laughs> wait, I actually I ordered my Halloween costume. It was supposed to be here today. I, I ordered order mine. um an oven cleaning kit and it didn't arrive and I asked them where it was and they said, Oh, if you check your black bin, um and they had actually delivered it to the black bin, took a picture of it in the bin. And then the bin had been collected the following day. So they put it in your trash. Yeah, they put it in the trash. <laughs> wow, what did you order? <laughs> an it oven was just cleaner. An, it was yeah, it's just an oven cleaner. <laughs> wow, that's pretty incredible work there by the postal service. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say that that postal service sounds about as competent as ours. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping up. So, what are our predictions for the for the next episode? I think this time, like I think that uh, Matt Damon, not Matt, I said Matt Damon again. Jesus, <laughs> Matt Smith, <laughs> aka Damon. I think that his <laughs> his evil cloak comes alive like Doctor Strange's cape. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and it kind of helps him do like sort of evil deeds in the night and like, you know, the two of them sort of team up, um, make sort of a mutual pact. Uh, but anyway, that's that's my suggestion. Um, I think that he takes out Sir Christian Cole when we least expect it by wearing his cloak and then throwing him off a cliff. Um, and then Allison thinks that it's the little weasel and then turns on him. But Weasel, okay, Laris definitely already would have a plan for that though. <laughs> and he like like he would he would uh, he would take off his own face to reveal he's been Matt Smith the whole time or something. <laughs> <laughs> but what in the Scooby Doo is this? Okay, that <laughs> happened a lot in Game of Thrones if you recall. <laughs> yeah, he did actually. <laughs> uh Jess, what do you have? Um, I think Scrappy Doo is fine. Like we already did die this last time. week. <laughs> you did this one last week. <laughs> this is more of a serious uh, prediction, but I feel like Scrappy Doo will finally die next episode. <laughs> okay. This time, no. Here's this is my. Okay, this is my my plan. Um, wait a second. Hold on. I just no. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. This is this is what's gonna happen. There's a giant 
Rowan Atkinson, and it's being piloted by a regular sized Scrappy Doo inside of him. It's the other way around. Yeah. No, that's what happened in the movie. Okay, hold on. So this time it's a big Scrappy Doo, and then there's a little Rowan Atkinson inside. This fucking movie, dude. I'm going to watch this movie again. I don't know if anyone has seen the, the Scooby-Doo live-action movie recently. I saw it, like, two years ago again. It fucking slaps still. James Gunn is, like, a master of cinema. I watched, like, an analysis video on the time it used to be an R-rated... Well, it was an R-rated, like, in the planning stages. And then yeah. The R-ratedness slowly got taken away bit by bit. But there's, there's still a lot of uh, footage still out there from the original film. This actually is pertinent now because of the Scooby-Doo episode or whatever that, like, you know, where Velma gets to openly be a lesbian now. Yes, um, shout yeah. out, shout out to but her. But that was actually, queen. that was actually in the original script for the live action Scooby-Doo movie. James Gunn actually wrote that in there because he was told by some people who had worked on it before, like, hey, Velma's a lesbian. We've been trying to get it in for a long time. Like, see if you can work it into the movie. And he's like, okay, let's, let's try this out. And Warner Brothers like absolutely would not let him do it. He actually they actually uh filmed a scene and everything uh and they they cut it from the movie. There was also a scene where Velma was dancing in a bikini and uh Warner Bros removed that as well. That's that's the villains that they are. That's true cuz Linda Cardellini is one of my many many celebrity wives. Um Oh, yeah. she was on ER. Shout out to her. Oh, I nice. love ER. Um, okay, so anyway, let's get out of here. Um, much like the Scooby-Doo gang, we have to escape this island we're trapped on with this with the demon roller coasters and the goblin people, and one of them maybe is my girlfriend. Um, so yeah, let's let's roll out of here. Um, wait, was Shaggy's girlfriend a demon? Uh, that sounds right. Remember, was it Shaggy's girlfriend? I it can't was. Was him the, hooking up with anyone? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's rude. He's a he's a fun, he's goofy, dude. Come on, he's, he's goofy. <laughs> it's like I imagine it's like trying to talk to a brick wall. Um, <laughs> he's he's a hell of a hell of a cook though. Um, but anyway, no, that did Jesse. happen. Go cook some meth. <laughs> that was a great Walter White impression, which again reminds Thank me you. I need to fucking find my my location of my costume. Um, okay, so let's let's roll out of here. Um, everyone, make the sound. We all need to make the sound of a of a dragon. But this time, what was there another animal in this? Um, um, there was, there was a pig was... last week, or the millipede. Can anyone make a millipede sound? <laughs> it's just like many many legs. Um, hold on. I'm... If I if I if I heard that sound and then I saw a millipede, I would shoot myself in the head. I cannot. <laughs> I would never ever be able to fight that thing. Those are those are Tiberius's paws. <laughs> the, the, but like, think about a millipede with feet the size of a cat's paw. <laughs> <laughs> well, did did that come out quite loud? I might have been holding it too close to the mic. There's this fucking <laughs> there's this fucking killer millipede that only lives in Japan and it's like blue with like a red head and like a yellow tail. It's terrifying, but like that sounds like Japan's problem. 
It, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like just keep it on the island, man. Um, like Australia with all of their creepy bugs. Oh yeah, right. Australia is its own problem. I'm, don't, I could, I could not go near there. All right. Well, I think let's all try to make a pig sound and we can get out of here. I, I got a good one. Oink. Oh god. Wow. <laughs> How was that? <coughs> I yeah, it was pretty good. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Oink. Let's get out of here. Bye, guys. See you like next week. Fun. What? Bye. What'd you call me? Nothing. Animal I know where you fart. live. Animal farm. That book. <laughs> Did you say? I thought you said animal fart. <laughs> no. Animal, animal farm. My, my fucking favorite book, Animal Fart. <laughs> I imagine yeah. that's probably what children called it in school when they were forced to read it. <laughs> yeah, I could just sit like, no, fucking, fucking kids in the school like, all right, kids, we're going to be reading Animal Farm this week. And under his breath, some guy in the back's like, like animal fart. <laughs> Pro- probably. <laughs> that book was never again. Uh, communism, right? Drag it, drag it. Bust the dragon, drag it, drag it. Bust the dragon, drag it, drag it. Bust the dragon, drag it. Hot D.